Welcome to Good Feels. I'm Phoebe and every single week I'll be dropping three brand new episodes and basically this podcast is just here to serve as a timely reminder for us all that there is so much good in this world. How many times have you been tempted to quit your job, break your lease, sell all of your belongings and hit the road? I know I've definitely had that thought once or twice before, particularly over the last few years and I know that this is something that's on so many people's bucket lists. The thing is though, not many of us are brave enough to actually do it, but the ones who do have never looked back. So what are you waiting for? There's never a right time to do anything. And sometimes all we need in life is a little push in the right direction. And someone who can vouch for that is Jack Tree, who turned a redundancy into opportunity and moved into a van to travel Australia with his girlfriend. Now you are literally living the dream. You've got a babe, you've got a bus, you're traveling the country footloose and fancy free, and you've actually done the thing that so many of us say we want to do, but never actually follow through with it. So tell me a little bit about how you actually got into van life and was it always something you wanted to do? Yeah, look, it was always on the um, the to-do list, like sort of like you said, it's on everyone's bucket list if you ask most people. And um, it was we were always going to do it. We had we had bought the van to renovate, but it was more or less a, a project we were chipping away on. And yeah, we're kind of waiting for the 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 right time that was never coming because you really need do need to kick up the bum to to get to get there. So when COVID hit, and like many other people, got made redundant from uh, the job I was in, that that definitely helped push things along. If there was ever going to be a time, then that that was it. You know. Now, I'm sure you've spent far too many hours like I have scrolling through socials, looking at how glamorous van life looks for hot young couples taking on the world together. But what I've come to realise is there are so many people from all different walks of life who take on this adventure too. And if you think that you've missed your chance just because you've got a family and young kids, think again. Hey, my name's Britt. I'm 32 years old, currently travelling around Australia with my husband, Jared, my three-year-old Poppy and two-year-old Molly. We're currently in Western Australia, halfway between 80 Mile Beach and Karajini National Park, heading south. What's it like travelling around Australia full-time with two girls under four? It is equal parts challenging and rewarding, to be honest. Like, some days are absolutely awesome. They travel in the car well. They'll go fishing when we're fishing. They'll go to the beach. They'll play for hours. The next day, it's like everyone's ready to absolutely rip limbs off the other. Um, if you are in the van last night, you would have experienced that in its full force. Um, but to be honest, I think the time that we're spending with the girls now will never get another chance to do. They're at an awesome age where we're not having to worry about homeschooling or anything like that. Um, but yeah, it is, it, it definitely has its good moments and its bad moments. Um, but all in all, I think it'll be times that we look back on and, uh, absolutely love. So there you go. You've got Jack who found the positive in being made redundant and then you've got Brit who put her corporate life on hold to spend some quality family time together. So I guess what I'm saying here is there's never a right or wrong time to pack up your entire life and hit the road to fulfil a lifelong dream. When I think about van life, it's the packing up thing that's probably what holds me back. So what do you actually need? Um, it's a pretty minimalist way to live. So how do you actually decide what you pack up into a suitcase essentially and take with you? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Before we moved uh, into the into the van, we we downscaled everything, and then when we went to move into the van, we realised that even what we had downscaled wasn't enough. So, um, it mainly comes down to what fits 
in the bloody thing, but obviously clothes you know that you need, um, kitchen equipment you know you need, and phone, laptop. It's pretty easy. You, you realize pretty quick, like when especially it's like when you move house, you you realize like what what is all this junk that I haven't looked at in forever, and um, it's pretty easy to get rid of what you don't need when you realize how much small space you have. So. And talk me through the process. Like, what do you actually need to get you set up with life on the road? Well, I guess it depends on the kind of journey you're looking for. I mean, you know, you could go for a whole caravan or you could have a wicked, you know, rent a wicked van. It depends what kind of trip you're looking for. But I would say absolutely you want your, um, you want enough to cook with. You want your basic necessities to cook and eat. I would say you absolutely need a fridge, uh, not some esky that's you're constantly loading ice in. So a solid, reliable fridge, um, a good source of solar um, for being off-grid and, and powering all your devices. And uh, I mean, the rest is up to how you want to do it. We got an inside shower that we never use, so we always use the outside shower. I mean, if you're, if you're into jumping in the ocean and just hitting the beach showers and you don't really need a shower, but I think it's good to have one. We don't have a toilet because I don't want to deal with uh, the back end of any of that. So what happens when you need to go to the toilet? in the middle of the night <laughs> well for number ones obviously you just run outside and sort of chuck a leak in the bush or wherever wherever you might be um number twos you sort of <laughs> before you park up for the night you sort of scout around and know where the closest toilet is and without if that fails i mean we got the trusty shovel ready to go <laughs> um it's all it's all above board it's all covid safe but uh <laughs> You, you figure it out. You can hold it if you need to. Okay, so there's the proof that it's not all the roses it looks like on social media. And remember, what we see on TikTok is only one side of the story and everybody has bad days. But at least a bad day on the road makes for a really funny story. A typical good day if we're um, if we're at like a campsite or a caravan park is, yeah, literally waking up to the sound of the birds um, and... Taking it slow, I might jump on the computer, do some things, go like make a cup of tea, make two of them, one's for Trace, and step outside. And if we're on a beach, sort of have it on the beach. Another way is, so we would have done the sneaky. We would call it the sneaky when we um, when we're, we're too cheap to pay for a caravan park or a campsite, and we're just sort of parked in a um, residential street somewhere. We'll wake up. I'll wake up early, um, around about six, to move the van out of the street and park it up at a, a like a beach car park, and then take the day from there. Go for a swim, make a cup of tea, blah blah blah. A bad day is um, when we've woken up in the middle of nowhere because we're on like a five-day drive into the middle of nowhere, and um, it's hot, and you're sweating your balls off, and you've got flies all over your face, and you need to take a crap, and you've got to dig a hole, and <laughs> shit in the ground, and and then drive and be thirsty and hot and sweaty, and try and do your groceries and yeah, <laughs> there's there's all sorts of days you have on the road. How, how does that affect your relationship? Because I feel like all those elements together is such a recipe for disaster. Uh, some days it is, some days it is disastrous. But um, you you figure out where your boundaries are and how to get a little bit more um, patient with each other. But we're sweet, so for now, <laughs> so far. Maybe she's planning on leave, leaving me. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, I also forgot to mention that Jack proposed to his girlfriend on this trip and I don't actually know whether it happened before or after this next story, but I'm going to take a stab in the dark and assume it happened before. Warning, things are about to get gross. So there's a spot in WA called Red Bluff and it's an epic surfing surfing location. I went surfing there the, the, next, the morning after we arrived and um, 
<laughs> and just ate shit, um, basically, and completely ripped my foot open uh, on the reef and had to drive back the next day to get stitches, which was just horrendous. But in the morning, I couldn't walk or do anything because I'm I was just, just so much, it was the biggest gash on my foot and I couldn't leave. And, and obviously in the morning, there's certain things you got to do. I needed to, I needed, needed to relieve myself pretty badly. And I'm not talking number one. And, and this is when you know your relationship is solid. And I just had to shit in a bucket and then Tracy just had to dispose of that for me. And um, <laughs> that was just so embarrassing. <laughs> Well, if that ain't love, I don't know what is. The stereotype I always had in my head of people who embrace van life are retirees who are celebrating the end of their nine-to-fives with the ultimate adventure. But I stand corrected here because a Nomads Around Australia survey found that a majority of van lifers are aged between 25 and 34, which I think is true testament to how many people's priorities really changed through the pandemic. At that point, obviously, Jared was a carpenter. Um, he uh, had to tell his workers and got them other jobs. For me, I was really fortunate. I thought I was going to be in a predicament where I'd have to resign um, with the work that I do. Um, but my work was awesome and offered me 12 months leave without pay. Best decision we've made. Van life is a philosophy as much as a way of life. It's about having freedom and flexibility, living simply and economically, and not being tied down by your job, rent, or materialism. According to a recent survey, 71% of you are planning to go on vanning adventures, and Jack and Britt are just two people who've already taken the plunge. So although we may have peeled back the curtain a little too far, sorry, Jack, to live a life waking up in a different place every day is something we should all experience at some point in our lives, whether it's a weekend away or an entire year because most of us never get the opportunity to get off the grid like that. No, you don't. And um, what was weird is, you know, you go on a holiday for two weeks, three weeks, a month, maybe even two months, but to, at about four or five months when things, when you realise that's just the way we were living, to really take a step back outside of the, the bubble that is the nine to five or just a normal work, normal work grind and realise that that's how you and everyone else literally spends their whole life really you know you work five days a week it, that's basically your whole life like out of seven yeah and to really take a step back and look back in on it and be like oh my god not many people get to really just take a step back like this and really enjoy life for what it is god this sounds so cheesy and um yeah that that experience in itself is not only like am i grateful for it but it, it it's definitely changed the way we think we're going to proceed with life after this obviously we're going to go back to work but you sort of think about it all in a bit of a different way so if you're looking for a sign to pack up and hit the road this is it guys stop scrolling and start driving and when you do make sure you listen to the good feels podcast